morning. I'll sit down again. No, just kidding. It is good to see everyone this morning, and uh, it is our mission convention, and uh, we're excited that over the next few, uh, few weeks, we're going to be focusing on missions and raising the funds to keep our missionaries out in the field, and this church has always been phenomenal at supporting missions, and so um, this morning, we're going to continue with our, uh, our interviews with some missionaries, but I just want to uh, pause real quick and just tell you again about how we're going to do this. I know over the last um, missions conventions we've done, we've been able to pledge like each week, um, but we want to hold the pledging until the final week, two weeks from now, uh, and we just want to ask you to be in prayer about what God would have you give. Um, these are the missions pledge forms. Um, they'll be available starting next week just to take home with you and pray, and then this is a little pamphlet as well about faith promise pledges and what exactly it means um, to give a faith promise pledge to missions. And again, both of these will be available next week for you to, uh, to take home and pray over. We want to encourage you too, if you've been given to missions forever, don't assume that we are going to just keep that going. We only take what you pledge. Even if you've given to missions for 100 years, if you don't pledge, we don't tally it up. And we need to tally up every pledge because what we do, myself and the missions committee, is we get all the pledges in. And then we go through them and tally them all up and figure out how many missionaries we can support um, and how many, God willing, we can take on in addition to that. Um, but this year we want to do something a little bit different. We've never done this before. As a thank you, we wanted to basically give um, a keychain to everyone that pledges. Um, you guys have been so faithful. And so uh, the mission committee said, you know what, let's just do something different. Um, this is Assemblies of God World Missions keychain. Um, it's not uh, a cheap little flimsy thing. It's nice and it's solid. And it's just a thank you uh, and a reminder of your pledges as you walk around realizing, too, when you see it, that you've made a difference in the world, not just where you are. And so we'll be giving those keychains out to everyone that pledges um, in the, uh, the last week when we actually take the pledges in. But this morning, we want to continue on with our um, missions interview, and we are uh, interviewing Thomas. Thomas, stand up. Would you join me? Would you give him a, a round of applause as he comes to the platform here and grabs a mic? Um, that is fine right there. And his lovely wife, want to introduce her? This is my wonderful wife, Cassie, and she is carrying our wonderful little daughter inside of her right now. So that's exciting. Due June 5th. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Awesome. It's good to have you with us this morning. There's something extra cool about this couple, which we'll get to in a little bit. But first of all, Thomas, just tell us um, where you serve and what you do. Okay, so right now I'm serving at Boston University in the Boston area. Uh, We're trying to reach out to college students. What we really want to do and have been doing is we, we are bringing the church to the students so that we can bring the students to the church. So we can essentially make that connection. I think that's the simplest, quickest way to say what we do. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a large enjoyment for me. Should I skip on to that other thought a little bit? Um, well, I want to ask a couple more questions real quick oh, sure. before yeah, we get terrific. there. Um, but um, So you guys are in Chi Alpha, and you mentioned college students um, right where you are. Um, yes. Last week we did basically El Salvador, and this week we're doing missions in our backyard, which is awesome. But at the same time, don't you just think about this as being missions in your backyard? How many, I mean, how many kids from all over the world? I mean, this is Boston. Okay, so Boston University is, 
I would say one of the most international schools there are as far as colleges go. So I believe it's something like uh, maybe 30% of the student population is international there. So it's, it's pretty unreal. And it's, I think the overall student population is about 35,000 at Boston University. And then I believe it's about um, one-third of Boston's population is college students, which is it just means if I'm walking down the street, one in three people I see will be a student, which is just wild. And again, college is that time of life where students are thinking, what, who, who am I? What am I going to become? Uh, what, is, what is the direction I'm going in, in my life? And for some students, for, for Christian students, they may be thinking, okay, is my faith going to grow along with my education? Will I outgrow my faith? And I think the thing is, Students need to grow into further faith, into bigger faith, and it needs to grow alongside their education. And they get to see, through their education, they get to see even more of God, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And that's, that's why we're there. We want to be there with them so they can have that happen. And we want to be there for those students, too, who, who haven't really had a chance with God yet, ha- haven't uh, heard. Their... Christianity is so foreign to so many students at this point, and not just international students, to many students here. The amount of students, both from or not from the church, who have so little uh, real biblical background, so little real experience of God, is, um, is what drives our passion to see that happen in their lives, drives us to, to see them experience that. That's awesome. So you've got, in essence, it really is world missions. It's world missions that's taking place right here. Yeah, um, And so many, uh, unfortunately, I don't even know I have the stats in the back top of my head right now, but so many kids who, who basically attend church all their lives walk away from Christ in their college years. And so there's um, so many important reasons uh, uh, why Thomas and the Kyofa ministers need to be where they are and, and how they reach. And also, on top of that, um, when you have an international audience like that, you know, what you do right here doesn't stay right here. Whatever the international students that they reach go back home yeah. and take that message with them, which is just an, an equally cool thing. One of our students who really wanted to stick around recently, uh, June, had been working trying to get his visa, and he's, he wasn't hoping to go back to China, but he, he is now back in China serving God there. <laughs> so he's, uh, he is serving there, and we're helping to get him connected both to the church there and then also to reach out to people that are around him in that area. So it does uh, really significantly affect people both here and abroad. It's it's almost, the university can be and has become, for, for many students that are international, training for ministry back home. Uh, Thomas, I'm going to go back, I'm going to rewind us a little bit yeah, here, sure. because what I love about, um, one of the things I love about this guy is his passion for what God is, has him doing. He believes in Chi Alpha ministry um, because he's really a product of Chi Alpha ministry. So tell us real quick, if you can, um, oh, I know you can, but yeah. tell us, like, <laughs> how, like, how did that all happen? How did you sure. get saved, and how did God call you to, to yeah. this, and what path were you on? And... Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm the youngest of four children, uh, and we'd all done some church attending growing up on a, on a fairly regular basis. My parents really wanted to make sure that happened, but by the time I'd gotten into college, none of my siblings were still church attending, and I was just kind of trying to figure it out, and what really made a significant difference to me is a, a pastor you guys, uh, or a campus missionary you guys support named Shane Adams, who used to be at this church here, wonderful guy, and I hope he, he I'm, I'm sure he gets to come back on occasion, but um, Shane was one of the most passionate guys I've ever met, and his passion for God 
showed me that this, was, this wasn't just some thoughts. This wasn't just some, some ideas about Jesus being a smart guy and, uh, and knowing the truth, but this is a life that people lived, and this is a God that people followed, and I got to see that firsthand from Shane, and that made a really big difference in my life. I'm, I'm so grateful to God for doing that, and again, you guys support Shane, which meant that you guys have already been supporting me, and I thank you so much for that. And he, I mean, you guys support me right now, too, so that's fantastic. <laughs> thank you so much for that, too. But um, and another, another uh, campus uh, missionary or missionary couple, Gene and Lynn, who you guys support, have been so, so significant in my life. Gene is such a thoughtful guy, also very, very passionate, and Lynn is incredibly passionate, wonderfully gifted for worship, and we've, we've, uh, I'm part of the team there now with them. So they've made that difference in my life. They've been so significant to me, and you guys have both through Shane and through Gene and Lynn, you've poured significantly into my life already. And without, without them, there's no way I'd be in campus ministry today. So to some degree, uh, I'm the monster you guys have created. No. <laughs> I, gotta, I just got to pause here real quick because I love this story. I remember when Shane and Treva first came to this church. And they came and, and they, they attended. Many of you know them, some of you do not. But they came and they were here. Um, they now um, are in... Um, Amherst, um, and uh, you, Mass Amherst. Anyway, this church picked them up and supported them. And I'll never forget one day years ago, dropping Shane off at one of the colleges, I forget where he was, with a guitar on his back, walking <laughs> into the sea of students. And I thought, man, that's pretty cool. Like, he is just disappearing. He's this missionary. <laughs> but for all of you, I want you to know, you guys are one of the reasons this man sits on this platform today. He came to school with a different plan, a different direction, because God used Shane, who we were supporting at that time. God spoke to Thomas, redirected him, and I've, this is the first for me that I've ever got to interview a missionary who's a missionary because of a missionary that we helped put out in the field. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. So when he came and said, can you guys support us? It was a no-brainer. It was like, absolutely, just because it's so cool, you know? <laughs> I mean, for more reasons than that, oh, yeah. but that was a big, cool reason. Absolutely. So, um, but we love, I mean, I love that story, and I, I yeah. think it's great. I was going to try and get Shane over here as well to join us for the, for the interview, but, um, but he's a busy guy. Yeah. But, I'm um, sure I'll get down here eventually. We will. We will. <laughs> he gets back here as often as we can get him back here. But uh, so tell us, and so, okay, so life changes for you, oh, yeah. you know, you get redirected, um, and... God calls you into, into Chi Alpha. So what are some of the challenges? What are some things that maybe you've seen God overcome, some things that have been challenging for you in this process? Well, I, I would say one of the things that was most shocking to me was my, I had a, I had a bit of a fear of evangelism, which is really kind of necessary if you're a missionary. <laughs> so we, we would go out, um, Gene and Lynn uh, and I had, had some chances to go out and, and share with students. And it, there are so many things that we can be convinced of that are so not at all from God. God really has significant things to share with these people, all these wonderful people that he loves. He sees great things. In, and oftentimes the thing that God wants to share with them is an ear. And giving people that ear was so powerful, getting to hear where they are and, and share uh, where we are in the midst of that was such a different experience than I'd 
ever really expected it to be. I'd, I'd come from some things that were basically like, just give them a gospel presentation. Say the quick several things and make them pray right then. And it'll be all good. But for things to change a little bit to where it was saying, you know, you really have to listen to the Holy Spirit. You have to be in these people's lives. And every time coming out of that, I'd seen something God had done for those people that in, terms of, in terms of prayer, in terms of God opening just another doorway, another, uh, another chance for them to see a little bit more of him, for them to think through everything they've already, uh, consi- they're, they're already dealing with. Because again, college is that time where a lot of people are making that decision of who they're going to be for the rest of their lives. So that, that was such an encouraging thing for, for God essentially to show me, that there was so much love to be shared in those times, and that evangelism wasn't just convincing somebody of something. It was being with somebody. And, and that was, again, that was a, it was scary to go into, and sometimes it's still scary, but God, if I look at the God's track record, it's wonderful. And so that's, that's what I lean on in that, and I'm so thankful for that. I love that. Evangelism isn't really just a presentation, is it? It's not about the presentation of, of the gospel. It's more of a walking with, um, and that's, you hit the nail on the head. I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, one more thing. No, you, go. At, at Boston University, these these are smart students. They're, they're smart people, oftentimes smarter than I am in many ways. Uh, and it, just having, having that sense of when I go up to them, not trying to have all the answers for them, but to be there with them was just so, so big. I kind of feel like the next question, uh, you've probably covered it, but I'll give sure. you an opportunity anyway. Because yeah. um, I was going to say, what are you excited about? It sounds like you're excited about everything, yeah. which is really... <laughs> Which is cool, which I love. But is yeah. there anything, like maybe in particular, that maybe God's doing that you're kind of excited about that well, is happening right now? Or? Cassie and I, um, with expecting the baby, ended up spending last week really getting ready for the baby because that was spring break. But the exciting thing is the students that we've been working with went with Lynn. All, all of them, or several of them went down to Haiti, and they, they were on a missions trip there. One of the students that I've been working with on a regular basis, when he... Uh, when he was talking about the trip at the end of the trip, and they're just they're just in back in town right now, he said that um, this is the only important thing he's ever done in his life was was serving God for that week in Haiti. And not to say that I buy that everything else wasn't important in his life, but more so, it was just so exciting to see that value that God can bring when people really step out into what God is offering. So that. I'm just so excited with what is going to happen with that student when he comes back to campus, when he allows what God has poured into him while he was there to spill over into his life to reach the people around him. And I'm so thankful for it, for everything they already did down there in Haiti in terms of uh, program, in terms of uh, work on on um, on a school down there that is with Convoy of Hope and everything. It's just really that was that's one thing that was super recent that I love. But yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Um, I love it that just just in the way you communicate, your your passion is evident. And um, so, what are some of the, the needs that, that that you guys have? Um, you guys sure. personally, maybe Kyle, for in general, and yeah. that you'd like to kind of cast out to the church. Sure, sure. I mean, right now, uh, we we always need prayer, and I have prayer cards in the back. So if you guys want to pick up prayer cards and and keep us in prayer, he's got a sample one right here. Thank you, someone. And. Uh, <laughs> Prayer is a big deal. Uh, I, can't, I can't stress that enough. And the other thing that you guys are already doing that I just want to thank you for is you're already supporting us. 
uh, financially. And that's a, that's a big deal. It's a huge encouragement to us. It helps everything we do continue to be possible. And thank you so much for that. And then the other thing that I think can really help out is if you guys know students in the Boston area, let them know that we're out there. And we'd, we'd love to meet them. Even if they're Christian or they're exploring or they, they're not interested at all, still let them know we're there. We'd love to meet them. And it means a lot. But yeah. Absolutely. So let's get behind in, in whatever way. I want to encourage you guys to you know, stop by and talk to them. Grab a prayer card. Please. Definitely pray. Pray your heart. Um, and the church does support it, and we hope to, hope to increase that. We're always hoping to increase that. But if maybe God lays it on your heart as well um, to, to give additionally to them, then, then I'd encourage you to follow that. And um, even volunteer. I don't know if there's opportunities yeah. for that too, but, yeah. but if you have any interest, just talk. And, yeah, let us know. Let God, God guide you. Um, in, in really closing this out, if you could say one thing, one challenging thing, if one word to leave with the congregation this morning, what would it be? I would say don't, don't underestimate what God can do with you. What God can, can, uh, can do when, when you listen to what the Spirit has to, has to give you to give someone else. I think that, that's one of the things that's been so big for me in, uh, in campus ministry is it's meant a lot to me. It's changed my life. And it's something that God, I feel like, has given me so that I can give to somebody else. We don't have everything. God doesn't give us everything. We're, he gives us everything we need. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have. And as the church, with having everything you need to, to serve in some way other people around you, that's that's something to be valued. So, yeah, don't, don't worry about the stuff you don't have. Worry about, well, don't worry. But think about the things you do have and how God can really use those in the lives of others around you. Awesome. Thank you. Give him a round of applause. I wanna, I'm going to actually join you downstairs because I want to pray for you uh, and for Cassie. And I won't call you up here, but I do want you to just stand up and come to the side because we want to pray over you guys and your family and uh, would you stretch out your hands towards this, this, this wonderful couple, and let's just pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Um, God, you step in our lives, and you change us, and you transform us. And God, we thank you for your power. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you put your finger on, on this couple, Lord God, years ago. And God, you'd place Shane to reach Thomas, Lord Jesus, and here we are today, and we give you all the glory. God, just as you place Shane, Lord God, to reach this man, Lord God, you've placed this couple to reach many more. We pray, God, you'd go ahead of them. We pray, Father, to use them beyond their wildest dreams, Lord God, that you would take them further than what they could ever imagine or dream that they could go, Lord God. Would you empower them? Would you open the doors for them, Lord Jesus? Would you give them victory, Lord God? God, we pray for this precious family. We pray for a, a, a healthy baby, Lord Jesus, a safe